Je suis Henri. Appropriate yes. because he is living in France and, uh, you know, RP, our, our boy Henry, who was uh, taken out by the Nazis. Yeah, let's. Yep. You know what? That's our that's our cold open. Let's talk about this. Henry J. Weird Christian news. Uh, Henry J. Wallace suspended from Twitter for being right. It's a tragedy. Uh, yeah, because well, he's wrong. He's wrong about so many other things. Why didn't they take him down for that? Because <laughs> orthofash are really good at coordinating. They really are. It's like scary. So we talked about the Henry J. Wallace uh, strategy in a previous episode, which is, you know, just search somebody's at with Jews and and see <laughs> you what you find. find. <laughs> <laughs> so he was see doing that come- to yeah. a bunch of Orthodox uh, Nazi accounts um, and getting them uh, getting them suspended, and then they organized a campaign to do it back at him. Um, and then they uh, they started to a couple of them tried to do it to me as well. Uh, so I am why, now why locked you? down because <laughs> Phil Chrisman tweeted, "What happened to Henry? Why did it happen?" And I said. Some Orthodox, not he. He's been doing these campaigns against Orthodox Nazi accounts, and I'm assuming they got fed up and did it back to him. And they took that as me taking his side, which of course I am on his side. But I didn't say that in that tweet. They mm-hmm. they automatically read the subtext, and so they uh, somebody shared a screenshot of me saying that and told them to search my name with Jews and try to find stuff, which we have done live on the air. Let me tell you. Yeah, and it I don't there's nothing that bad that comes up so don't even don't even try but I'm locked down I just locked down because I don't want to I don't want to have this happen we should search Jews on that guy's account yeah I think I did or any slur and you could tell he well you could tell he scrubbed it and also the account is was made like this month because because I think it was somebody that Henry got to oh so he was a coward okay so he's a coward he's um he's ban evading Je suis Henry. Je suis Je Henry. Suis Henri. So that's probably the most exciting thing to happen. This we're, still, week. we're still gonna try to get in contact with him so that we can do an episode. Uh, but it is. I mean, I'm going to assume that Henry is going to make another Twitter account at some point. I'm. I don't think he can stay off. He loves the discourse too much. Yeah, that's it does. the thing. It's his I, drug. I don't. I. I don't want Orthodox Twitter to vanquish Henry. Henry no. was my adversary the last few weeks. Mm. It feels unfair that that Orthodox Nazis went after him when I, he has been my sparring buddy for the last like week and a half. It is yeah. fascinating to think that out of that the amount of people that have been annoyed by Henry and that Henry has annoyed <laughs> through the the entire time that I've been a part of this segment of Twitter, which is not as long as some other people here sure yeah however as far as i know it henry's been doing this since he has gotten a twitter account <laughs> he's that been is doing true. this for a while yeah. and it's amazing he's just now gotten banned i i would have assumed he'd be like on his third account by now yeah but no this he was just... his he he just kept it going yeah he wakes up every day and chooses violence he's kind of like walter white and the discourse is his blue meth <laughs> He does know how to just curate discourse so well. Like, man, he broke me with the Tetzel thing. 
that that <laughs> that was so bad. I and I knew it was just like manufactured in a lab just to drive Protestants nuts. But oh man. Yeah, I mean the the thing that impressed me was that he was able to wear out bruv. That 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 is a feat. <laughs> uh, that is when I decided uh, to become his Jesse Pinkman and just enable him. Uh, <laughs> t- the Tetzel thing, for those who are not uh, brain damaged on this side of Twitter, is if you are not familiar with Tetzel, and if you're a normal person, you probably aren't, uh, you know Luther's 95 Theses where he's like talking about indulgences? Um, like Most of those are subtweets of Tetzel, who was his contemporary, who was really big into indulgences. He's the indulgence guy. Tetzel represents pretty much, to me, everything that was bad about the medieval Catholic Church, but... Henry has framed it as, see, Tetzel, Tetzel was trying to smash mammon. You know, Tetzel was was ta- making the poor or making the rich give up money. Uh, and they didn't like that. And so they struck back with the Protestant Reformation. <laughs> that is a ridiculous read of no, history. No, no, no. I love uh, that. I love that. that is, Are you kidding? You I love that. Scum. Of course you of love course. that. And damn papist would love that. Yeah, no, this is why I take Henry's side, because he tells me things I want to hear. Of course, uh, uh, oh, oh, except that when he says the things that you don't want to hear, then you're against him. Yeah. As opposed to, but by he's the way, like, me. I, I, I like to enable him more than I like to disagree with him, so I will continue to do that. As I said, I am the Jesse Pinkman to his Walter White. I am the Skylar White to his Walter White. How did uh, those... Uh, Finch, Finch, uh, quick question. How did... How did uh, everything add for those characters, by the way? I, I don't know. I haven't uh, finished the show yet. <laughs> let me come back. Uh, let me know what you do. Just uh, just come back here. We'll we'll rediscuss that. I I like my approach for Henry with Henry driving me nuts in the past wasn't picking fights. Although the last week and a half I started doing it. It used to be he would tweet something like Calvinists are satanic, and I'd reply to it with uh, "Hi, bruv," with a smiley face, or "Hi, hi, Henry," with a smiley face. Like that was that was how I used to deal with him, and now now he's got me posting I know, you like do this. him. <laughs> he's got me posting like him, but as a Calvinist, because I decided I decided to post. Stop! Bait. Uh, he broke he broke your fucking brain. <laughs> I know. I was proud of the the bait because it's perfect, like Henry esque bait, but a, in in a Calvinist direction. Because I fifty percent mean it, but I am exaggerating to annoy people. I tweeted that people don't like Calvinism because it's revolutionary. That potential. actually did make me angry. Yeah, that made me yeah, angry. That and that worked really well. I had so, but one thing I've learned that I don't understand, and maybe you two can help me understand. I'm not saying Cal- you have to like Calvin. I'm not even saying Calvin's good. I don't understand why Calvin gets as much hate as he does compared to every other theological figure. Like, if I mention Aquinas, I don't get people in my mentions telling me I'm a heretic. But for some fucking reason, this happens maybe, with Calvin. Maybe because. You no, why? <laughs> Nobody has given me a reason for why I need this, I'll, I'll this treatment. It. Okay, what's uh, the I'll, reason? Uh, he sucked. Whoa. That's not a reason. Everybody, this that is every, that's all everybody <laughs> has for me. 
I mean, Calvin That's, did suck. Like, on its face, his theology did suck. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's because you come from an evangelical transition. I'm a, tradition. I'm a Because Prod- I'm a Protestant, but no, no, evangelicals are you, that are you saying that I'm not? Are you saying that I'm not? No, but I'm saying you're a radical reformer, Jackal, so that's different. Yeah, but I mean, a radical reformer is basically just saying Calvin wasn't Calvinist enough. <laughs> no, frankly, that's true. Like that's... <laughs> I'll have you, not exactly. I mean, okay, all right. I th- I'm exaggerating, but is everything within reform theology bad? Absolutely not. Especially even like that there is there aspects of Calvinist theology that is pretty interesting and compelling. Yeah, yeah, there is. Except I think that you will also have to keep in mind is that Calvinists most of the time are real fucking bummer, man. They are. They are. Look at yeah. listen, total depravity just fucking sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, why Josiah. It, it why sucks. It, what, but but original sin is totally chill. Original yes. Because total What's depravity the because that is like Hobbesian in the way it's like human beings will always be naturally evil. Stop. No, that that no, our that our motivation no, no, is no, inherently corrupted have, by sin. I'll, I'll I yes. That's evil. That's uh, now, Fitch, I would hesitate to bring up the Hobbesian thing because Hobbes is it really? I don't think you would want Hobbes to be the be all and all of human nature because Hobbes was saying that within the context of he was looking at the context of like of the a state European of dude at that time looking at human nature and describing it like that when that is not the case. But I get I I don't even disagree with total depravity inherently. I just think that the way that Calvin goes about it is fucking. And the worst part is, and the worst part is, they blame the Catholics for his stupid idea because of our guilt. People should do that more. Shut up, (laughs) Joe. See, that's that's true though. Calvin is more sacramental, more high church than people realize. Oh, stop it! I think. He totally is. He is. He is. This is true. He also was more radical. People literally killed a king using Calvinist ideas at one point in England. I mean, I I, I do think. Yeah, I know, and I'm not defending the Puritan stuff that happened after that, but I am just saying, like, there is. There's there some is diamonds in the rough. Potential. There's some diamonds yeah. in the rough, Josiah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel that way about Catholics too. <laughs> I assume a few of you are good people. Hang on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta put my camera on so I can like show Josiah how disgusted I am. I know, I. This is, I just, I just, and I'm still not convinced, I just have not seen anything that warrants the reaction that if you just tweet something about Calvin, the reaction you get is batshit. Yeah. And, 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 and again, when we talk about, because somebody, somebody told, somebody tried to be like, oh, but think about the harm that like, when it comes to Calvin versus Thomas Aquinas, who's caused more harm? And I'm like, Thomas Aquinas. No, 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 no. Listen, the problem about? doesn't lie with Thomas Aquinas, though. It lies, it lies with the Thumers, okay? It lies it lies with the Thomas, the Thumers, okay? The Thomas, okay, yeah, sure. And I could say the problem with Calvin is the Puritans. No, 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 because that's <laughs> that's not the, that's the Calvinists. Why? You gotta, like, use all of Calvin's ideology here. Because the yeah. Thomas, are, it's not saying, like... So, hold on. Are you saying that the Thomasists are actually using Thomas Aquinas's full the- theology like they're using the full thing that do you like thomas aquinas no i'm well i'm saying why like thomas aquinas doesn't get shit on as much as calvin 
Maybe I'm not saying should. that because I'm not. This is not the debate whether or not. Sorry, I'm getting a little too passionate here. This is not a debate yeah, of whether or not Aquinas should get shit on. It's a debate on what why he does not. Uh, and my also my my take for why because I, I do have a take for why Thomas doesn't get as much shit, and it is because. Thomas just got accepted as church doctrine. So when people are shitting on Thomas, they usually just say the Catholic Church, which is unfair to Catholics, I think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, usually when they're mad at stuff that Thomas Aquinas does, like like uh, anti-gay, you know, like a lot of the arguments against gay marriage using natural law. I don't think that's intrinsic to being Catholic. But usually when people don't like that stuff, they say ah, Catholic doctrine is gross rather than right. Thomism is gross. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't like Thomism. I don't like the fact that he, like, thinks that animal souls don't go to heaven. Right. I, I, I think that Thumers are some of the most annoying people on that site. That's I know. Why yeah, they what have a. <laughs> well, there is one of those guys, one of the guys. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll cut this. I might have to cut this out because I don't want to start beef. But the uh, genocide isn't a moral, mortal sin guy uh, was <laughs> one of the people calling me a heretic. And it was really hard not to be like, my guy. You, like, just were the main character of Twitter yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> now is not the time to start calling me Man, a heretic. I, I, that was a legitimate argument that he made, that, it, like, genocide is... See, he's doing, he is doing a technicality thing about Thomism and the mortal sins now, now, here's the versus... Thing. What if, and exa- now, and exactly, exactly. Why? Here's, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. <laughs> What if I don't give a shit about Thomas Aquinas? <laughs> yes, it's much. Like, what if I just say, I don't care. That doesn't apply to me. I don't believe in any of that. And, Fuck you. <laughs> and see, this is this is the thing about Calvinism. It is a broad tradition, kind of like the influence of, Tom, of Thomas, where there is a difference between I'm not a John Piper guy. I don't like John Piper, but I do like Bart. Well, I you think know that, Carl that, Bart's pretty good. That sounds like and something that a guy who'd like John Piper would say. I, I've never, I've never like, I hated John Piper. Made me not a Calvinist for several years until I started reading like Bart and people that I, I knew were like, oh wait, these. So what I was gonna say neo orthodoxy, as you know, usually lumps like Niebuhr and Bart and those folks in it. They are more comfortable disagreeing with Calvin when they disagree with Calvin. But they use his framework still. That to me is know. what I mean when I say I'm a Calvinist. I am I fine also, with disagreeing with Calvin. <laughs> I should also note that I one cannot discount the influence of Reformed theology on Black liberation theology, especially through Bart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Had a tremendous influence on Black liberation theology. And you can't really, this is the thing, is that black liberation theology is very, is heavily Protestant based. There are a few Catholic writers, but not a lot. It's mostly based within the Protestant tradition. And a lot of that, the sort of theological basis of it comes from a lot of Calvinists, even Mm. though a lot of those traditions are not inherently Calvinist. A few of them have more basis in Methodist and Anglican and Baptist traditions, but still there's... I feel like that there's like more of a theological, what's, what would I use? Like, uh, there's a willingness to like use other denominations theology when, when that's good theology. And in the case of Bart, Bart was a very, very good theologian. Um, yeah. And it, he really does, I think, save a lot of Calvin because like when, when you think of the elect, 
as a select group of very special people that get to be selected. I don't like that concept either. I've never felt comfortable with that. When you think of BART as the election of humanity, the salvation of humanity, that is not nearly as troubling. And it's still within Calvin's framework pretty easily. But uh, what I was going to say, all I'm saying with all this long defense and the longest cold open that we've ever done um, is that uh, I feel this, but I don't feel this way toward Catholics. I don't, accuse Catholics of being heretics when they like a theologian that I don't like. And I also see that Catholic theology has given a lot of good to the world. I love Gustavo Gutierrez, right? I love Leonardo Boff. These are people that I are really important to how I look at the world. And I do not feel the need to, to write off anything that came out of Catholicism just because I'm not Catholic. Why do I not get that same courtesy? Catholic listeners. That's all I'm saying. That's my point. Because John Calvin it. sucks. Okay, look. Maybe we should just do a straightforward one since we just spent like almost 30 minutes fighting over Kelvin. Hmm. We could do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this next episode of Mammonberg. Uh, I am Jackal here today uh, in your ear drums in high That's definition. Right for the last couple episodes because I now have a proper microphone. I no longer sound like I'm recording out of a paper bag under the, the uh, New Jersey Turnpike. New Jersey Turnpike, that's right. I am joined today by my two compatriots. Now, are they heretics? Yes, but, you know, that's not their fault. <laughs> oh, my God. Josiah, uh, the yeah, Calvinist uh, uh, pig man himself. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, God uh, preordained you to be listening to this podcast right now. Exactly, exactly. And the uh the the papist Walter White. <laughs> Pelagian <laughs> scum. Finch. Yes, hello, I am Finch. You are here because the Bishop of Rome does have jurisdiction over this podcast. <laughs> Son of a bitch. How do we get him to stop? <laughs> he barely has jurisdiction over the tiny little city state that that it is. He's my uncle, so he he's gets almost this. conquered by Italy. It was almost conquered by Italy completely. But it wasn't. It wasn't, was it? Rome still yeah, stands. Have, Rome still stands. For, where are the papal states, Finch? What happened to the papal states? Okay, we but have, before we get there. They're right there in the hearts of, <laughs> of those who truly believe. Yeah, the papal states will live on. I, uh, I, I played EU4 as the papal states one time, and I got to colonization. You got traitor. I got to the colonization before the other European powers, so I had, like, this South American colony that was, like, New Rome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, well, welcome to Mammonburg, everybody. Uh, issue one, uh, since we're th- talking about Rome, I've been reading, I, I, I go on a kick every once in a while of reading some, like, European medieval histories, right? right. And I've been thinking about the fact that uh, European history is just a long history of people trying to bring Rome back. Yeah. Uh, and it sucks. And I and I I don't know why we keep trying it, and I don't think we should try it anymore. Uh, no more realms. Actually, this could be a pretty interesting conversation to have. Why? <clears throat> what on. is the West's obsession with Rome? 
I think because it was so big and so impressive. Well, and it held like Europe together because I started Chris Wickham's Inheritance mm-hmm. of Rome, which is about the Dark Ages, right? Right. And yeah, like there's a good like 500 years of history that's about Europe kind of going like, uh, what now after the structures fell apart and having to kind of form something new. And so there's like the lingering of this idyllic time, which was not idyllic, but it lingers in the European psyche. Um, and it comes back in the form of uh, the Holy Roman Empire and fascism and Russia and America. Yeah. <laughs> Those are various places it came back out. Yeah. It sucks. No more Rome. Also, you know what? You want an interesting conversation? Finch, do we just want to fight this whole episode? Yeah, let's just fight this whole episode. Okay, I what's, think what, the fu- what the fuck is up with your Julius Caesar defense? What? Okay, let's. Because he was your a champion ju- of the people. <laughs> Uh, you he know, was not a. Ch- he was a. He dictator. fought against. He fought against a corrupt Senate. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes. <laughs> Jackal, what's your opinion on this? He peacefully negotiated with the territories of the Levant. Yeah, he did war and then crimes in Britain. Octavian carried on his legacy. <laughs> he committed the equivalent of several holocausts in Gaul. <laughs> it's okay. The French aren't people. That's. <laughs> well, well, I was saying. I, I was saying on, on Twitter, and I stand by this, though, the one thing that they did do is uh, the book I was reading uh, before this that was like a classical history of Europe talked about how the primary way of eating in Gaul was porridge, and then the Romans came in and made them eat bread, and I do stand by that. That's fair. Yes. It's like, okay, that you're, you're a carb slop. No more of that. You're civilized people. You need to be eating bread. Yes. Why are that you I stand by. Her? That's okay. Why are you giving her a point? Uh, I'm fair to my opponents. However, the war crime's no. not cool. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be fair to your opponents. Ducks, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Isn't it like ouchie, interesting ouchie. how Roman architecture like spread throughout Europe as well? That's yeah, it really is. When you own most and the, of it, that, that will. When you own most of it, that tends to happen. Well, yeah, but That's it was true. just like the you know Roman engineering and stuff like that. Because like there's aqueducts and I think Caesarea. Which is in mm-hmm. the Levant, and yeah. I think there might have been one in Alexandria or several in Alexandria as well. I don't know. I just yeah. find that very interesting. You know, my, yeah. my attitude toward the Roman Empire, and I guess towards Finch's uh, defense of Julius Caesar. Uh, I get Finch is a big Julius Caesar stand. Actually, if you know <laughs> this, this is really, nice. really, yeah. no, M- no, much like much not, like much like the fascists. I just like the fascists. My arguments. Well, this was a joke. You are a big, listeners. big fan of Julius Caesar. No, I am not. This is slander against. Finch but, uh, is literally I'll, I'll a Francoist. No, yeah, shut up, Josiah. That's true. <laughs> you've got a, you've got like a uh, a body pillow of Franco somewhere. No, I do not. This is yeah, all yeah. libel. <laughs> this is like I could take this to court. Uh, not slander, slander. That's when it it's spoken. Libel is printed. Right, but. Uh, but- it, you've, it you've actually over a podcast is it is libel over a podcast because of weird things. I looked I looked this up one time. Anyway, because <laughs> it's a, like even father. though it's an audio format, it's not like I'm walking around the street on live uh, like live declaring it, which would be slander. It's like a it is a text in a sense. I I, I don't know. It's I have you do a transcript, but uh, I'll I'll quote my father in the attitude toward the Roman Empire. You can't trust those Italians. You know they killed Christ. <laughs> I I see your father's a Parthia stan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm sure he probably is. 
I had an immediate gut reaction, even though it was a joke, of your like um, defense of Julius Caesar because you're like against the corrupt republic, and I'm like that is literally the fascist defense for like what they fa- like early like German fascists. I know, uh, this is this is a joke. I hope you know that I'm joking. I know, I know, I know, yes, I know. jackal. But Are because because. They just, you know, and in a way, we live in a corrupt republic also, and we, yeah. we too need a strong man to step in and just. Okay, well now you know, when you say it like draw that, I was the, just repeating draw a meme. the sword against the law. I was just repeating the law. A meme speak. I was not. Don't you know. don't quote laws to the just man with the sword, right? <laughs> you know, you're making me look really bad. We might have to just delete all of this. Uh, we might have to. Just Episode's cut this done. Whole thing sorry. In. Yeah. God, some IRL people are gonna see this. Think, think you're like, a Julius Caesar. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna like, they're gonna be like, "Wow, Finch is making some really fascist arguments here." You're gonna have to no, uh, destroy it's your a life. It's a joke, Lis- lo- loyal listeners. It's a joke. Yes, <laughs> it was a bit. But Rome sure. is a very fascinating empire. I will have to say it is. It it's is quite a fascinating. I know, like you guys don't like the simping for it, but I gotta say, it is just very. I don't know the way it came to be the tactics they it's used. It's a history of a bunch of assholes killing people. No, That's but most like of it's history, not. But it's like, like Roman history. Every time I read it, I come back just hating most of the people involved. That's also fair, but mm-hmm. like, it's it's. Uh, if you're going to be interested in European history, you do have to like understand yes, European history as. It's just the ghost that like floats around in Europe, and yeah, it just possesses Europe. The most royal titles, at least I know that Czar was sort of a rough uh, translation to Mm -hmm. see from Caesar, I believe. Yeah, well, there was the claim that Russia claimed to be the third Rome, um, if I'm correct. So it was, I believe they considered the Byzantine Empire the second Rome. Um, right. in their lineage um, of course if you're in the west you don't consider the Byzantines fuck them you know so Holy Roman Empire is the second Rome but well really is there like in the west was the Holy Roman Empire really taken to Vienna that's definitely <laughs> the second Rome guys I, I have no I, I don't know Charlemagne and that stuff very well but I, I I know that's how he framed it I don't know if that's how it uh, you know I, I don't unless uh, prove it otherwise I think that a lot of people did consider, like, yeah, no, the Byzantine Empire, that's like, a, that that has continuity with Rome. Well, I don't think a lot of people even thought about the Byzantines. In in Western Europe, I mean. But I might be wrong about that. I, I can't say that with confidence. I mean, the, the churches broke, so clearly there were people that did. Yeah, so that's probably why you didn't even think of it as Rome, right? It's, you know, that's that's the heretic lands. Oh, European history. Medieval history. Yeah. Wow. It's so interesting. What do you guys want to fight over next? That you join with me in building a new road. Welcome to Protestant heaven. They believe in the tulip. Look at them bloody Catholics filling the bloody world up with bloody people they can't afford to bloody feed. The Rome that offers justice, peace, and land to all its citizens. Well, T stands for total depravity. And Rome will not forgive you a second time. Senators! Well then, I'd like to speak with Jesus. What are we doing? Protestant and fiercely proud of it. That's what the Venusians call negative moral attitudes. What do you guys want to fight over next? Flash. Two, 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 two.
Well, if one of you guys want to take the, uh, for, for devil's advocate's sake, the opposite side of the Martha's Vineyard situation. With no. <laughs> I mean, I could try. Oh. Well, okay. All right. I want to see right. you two. I want to see you two fight it out. I'll be moderator. Wait, th- this is going to be Jackal. Uh, what, what was, uh, 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 what was Blacker Carlson? Blacker Carlson has entered the chat. <laughs> Okay, so a couple couple weeks ago, Ron DeSantis shipped a bunch of migrants oh, to Martha's Vineyard. Beautiful man. <laughs> Second Jackal, we're gonna have Christ. to <laughs> we're gonna have to kiss our sweet prestigious jobs goodbye, Jackal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this I did want to bring this story up, even though it's old news because it's it drove me insane while it was happening. It was a story I was watching quite a bit. Um, but yeah, so, so it was like 50 migrants, right? Got shipped to Martha's Vineyard. And, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about Martha's Vineyard super positively because it is a bunch of rich assholes, but they did a great job of coming together as a community, feeding them. And then, um, how they're, they, they, the migrants, at least last I checked, they got sent off the island after 24 hours or whatever onto the mainland because it is an island that doesn't have the resources to house and it's on the off season like there isn't <laughs> yeah like, i and saw this i i know i'm supposed got... to be the devil's advocate but no yeah I yeah but they, 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 so they got sent to that the military barracks because there's housing there and so yeah. then all the right right wingers to try to prove that you know, see the liberals the liberals here are they're fascists you know they're trying to frame it as they got detained i was looking at the newspapers like from cape cod and they were like, you know, it was all very like they were waving as they left. And it was like no sign of detaining. I, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they got arrested, but I don't see any evidence of it. It seems like they all handled the situation pretty well, but they needed their own, you know, they needed the own. So they've been doubling yeah. down. Jack, what were, what were you going to say? No, uh, basically agreeing with you. This broke my brain uh when this happened because the amount of people that were trying to do the gotcha just either they had they don't give a shit uh about the fact that martha's vineyard is a fucking island it's an island off the coast of massachusetts it is also on the off season this is even when like you have this influx of people there but even even if they were there the population that's that just kind of stays there the permanent population of the island is not a ton of people and they don't have the infrastructure to handle that now it's completely fine for there to be a transference of migrants to the mainland because that's where the infrastructure exists to help them to, to right house them, to give them jobs to give them housing to you know. martha's vineyard <laughs> It's a fucking tourist destination. There isn't a ton of shit to do there. There isn't a lot of infrastructure there to help facilitate this. Yeah, it just, it seemed reasonable. But, the, you know, the right wing found the way to frame it as the own still. And I mean, I know it touches the masses, like this this narrative, because after we recorded last episode, I went to the World Food Festival in, in Des Moines, Iowa, which was lovely. And I was walking around with my girlfriend, having a good time eating Bosnian food and all sorts of cool stuff. And then I just listened to this lady was just going on a rant to her husband in like the loudest voice possible. At the World Food 
food festival, by the way. Again, a place where like migrants come to show off the cool foods from their countries. And she's ranting and she's like, you know, that's so hypocritical because, you know, Martha Vineyard said they want migrants. But then, you know, they shipped them off after 24 hours and like just giving this long spiel. It just like intruded my time. It made me made me miserable, like have a shitty minute when I was trying to enjoy a fucking dumpling. Um, well, Josiah, you live in the Midwest, and you can you only have yourself yes. to blame. Yeah, it's well. Oh yeah, like there's nobody saying shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, well, there, there most certainly is. But guess what? They're assholes. Yeah, that's true. Right, this is an Iowa asshole. Anyway, it was it just it, you know it was whatever. I, I can't imagine note. the. I hate culture I too. now. I hate the fact that it's just own the libs at all costs. I hate it. Yeah, That's all I have to say on this. I just a... hate it. I just hate <laughs> like people are just cruel for no reason to each other because they want to like one up each other now. I just I I that's all I I can say on it is it's it's like pathetic owns too. That's like that's what blows my mind always is like the other person doesn't even have to sense their own. Like I'm gonna make a really cringy reference, but did you guys ever watch the new girl? No. Um. Oh. Uh, one of the one of the characters has a shtick. I don't even remember what which character has a shtick that they're really bad at pranks. And so like they'll be like, "Oh, I, I got you. I, I put a, a balloon in your room." And that's like kind of how it feels the owns nowadays, where it's like the the right will be like, "We got his ass," and you're like, "What? What'd you do?" I you know like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. I, I don't know these like really bizarre just trying to frame things as like owns or over exaggerate and it's like i got your ass i hit you with a car <laughs> and it's it's either like violently awful or just not an own you know yeah <laughs> uh. it and martha's vineyard was somehow both at the same time yeah it's very That's, depressing it's very depressing okay we we don't have to talk any more current events yeah uh, F- finch is getting bummed out by current events these days yeah i'm very uh, i'm I mean, very sad it, at the state of the world it's just like yeah. i feel like 9-11 was where it all went downhill maybe even more <laughs> maybe even earlier than that maybe like when reagan was elected fuck maybe, maybe like, even like let more than that maybe even the korean war i, I think i that was gonna been... say i was gonna say we fucked up during reconstruction probably yeah, and let the Confederates win the Reconstruction, and it's just been yeah. It's like one of those days where I just kind of want to disappear into the Louisiana bayous. Uh, mm. Just don't Float. not come out. Yeah, just like wear a deer mask, learn how to <laughs> strum a banjo. Do you want to be a side character in the first season of True Detective? Yes, yes. Well, the World Food Festival was good, though. See, there's good things in the world. <laughs> There's good things for the world. You I know, know you weren't there and didn't get to taste it, but there was some well, pretty good. Because yeah. I wasn't, I, I didn't go to Iowa. I'm sure you guys have equivalents that probably are probably a more and better stuff, but. Oh, the indomitability well, yeah. of the human yeah, spirit. Yeah, no, there is. I, okay, this is not yeah. true. I have been to equivalents in, in back on the East Coast. Yeah. The food is very good. It's, yeah, I, my, my thing is I always try to hunt down like, like nations that I don't know what their food is like. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's, it, you know, when it, when you always see like the stands that are like, here's the Mexican food. It's like, well, I have a lot of Mexican food there. You know, I, I eat that a lot, but like Bosnian food, I have no fucking clue what Bosnian food is. Let's go. You know, like that's always what I'm trying to do. Indonesian food. Let's do it. You know, stuff you don't usually see restaurants for. So I have so much fun with that. It was a good time. Yeah. Eat that's food. good. Food is good. 
Food is good. I always go back to the Anthony Bourdain uh, quote where he talked about the, if you just kind of sat down with with uh, with someone else and cook with them and ate food, a lot of shit kind of just disappears and you become like yeah. another being. Like the a huge factor of it is you know the like Anthony Bourdain had a huge amount of empathy for human beings and people and he believed that a lot of people can find common ground no matter sort of like the cultural differences that you have with people even if it comes out to the food when it comes out to it, a lot of people what they want in life essentially is some security for their family and their own their own family and their own future some security for the people that they care about and yeah. to be able to have uh a decent place to sleep, some entertainment, and mm. good food. That's that's essentially yeah. what drives the human animal. Food mm-hmm. is such a base human thing. Like, um, I don't know. Uh, if if you ever, if anybody ever gets a chance, here's my interfaith thing. If you ever get a chance, you should attend a gurudwara, the a Sikh temple. Um, well, I don't think they call it a temple, but um, you should definitely attend that. And in part because you get a bunch of free food in it and it's awesome uh it's also just a cool service and stuff like that to witness but they uh you know the the seek kind of like mentality is you know it as it arose up in like the 15th century it was rejecting the caste system in india and so a big part of it is everybody has to sit on the floor and eat together at the end the langer meal and you know it's a vegetarian meal so it doesn't try to so it can hopefully be something that everyone there can eat. Um, it's awesome. It's it's so fun, and you you feel very much in community with people. I think eating with people is like a base human thing. And I do have a thought. If it's okay, if we're just kind of rolling with the this no theme to this episode, I do have a thought that I think might be an interesting conversation. Because I think that the rise of more and more like. Uh, restaurants, but then eventually to fast food or whatever can be mirrored with like American individualism and isolation getting worse and worse. Yeah. Because we're not making food communally anymore. And after COVID, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I'm agreeing with you. Continue. Yeah. I noticed this with with, uh, um, Kelly and I talked about this. After COVID, a switch happened um, that I think represents the even deeper level of alienation we have. Which is, at least in Iowa, and this might not be the case everywhere, but at least here, most people do not, most uh, fast food places, uh, everyone has gone to pure drive throughs because of COVID. They never have opened their dining rooms back up. That's interesting. They just are pure drive throughs And so, I, I noticed this because Kelly and I wanted to get Raising Cane's and eat some chicken. And we got our food from the drive-thru and we realized that we had nowhere to, like, aside from just sitting in our car and eating it together or going home, we had nowhere to, like, eat. We couldn't eat in the dining room. We ended up going to a park. We found, you know, and eating it there. But there's no, like, commons anymore. And if you pull up outside of a fast food place, at least in Iowa, what you'll find is you get your burger or whatever, you pull to the drive-thru, you're eating it in your car, and you can look to your left and your right, and you see a bunch of other people in their individual little car pods doing the same thing and just being disgusting. And we're all just disgusting in our little, like, hole together, you know, you know, separately. And it, to me, it feels like it's like, you know, we were already so isolated, and it's something after COVID has just made it even worse. Like, there's just, the commons doesn't exist, you know? Like... 
and food and eating together is such a base human thing that the getting rid of like a common eating place feels bad to me. Yeah. I don't know. I think you are correct, but I think it's just going to get worse and worse as isolationism and uh, hyper-individualism keeps, and, you know, campism and stuff like that keeps ramping up. Uh, mm-hmm. Want to talk about exorcisms? We're close to Halloween. We are uh, close to Halloween. Uh, yes. Exorcisms. Yeah, Josiah, I, I do agree. I, I think that, uh, that mm. yeah, it's important. Communal eating is a big factor of humans, and the removal of that is, like, it's a big di- like, there's a big difference between, like, when you eat alone and then when you eat with other people. <laughs> there's a really, really big difference to how you feel. At least, like, that. that's something that I feel. Like, when I yeah. am eating alone versus when I'm, like, out with friends eating or I'm eating with my family, there's a really big difference to how you feel eating that food versus like, there's two different, there's like two different things going on in your brain, isolation versus uh, being with other human beings engaging in this activity that we're kind of hard wired to think of as inherent to us. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there's this further, isolation even to something like this yeah that's not gonna be really good in the long term i i think that part of this is what what finch mentioned is the isolationism that we're kind Mm -hmm. of delving into another big factor of this that emerged is because of covid is the fear of communal spaces are good but they also have the factor of being vectors of uh of disease yeah yeah it yeah you have uh... uh you have like these two it's inherent to us, but also we fear the fact that the we know how this works now. We know how diseases transfer. I mean, if you're not a fucking mm-hmm. moron, uh, you yeah. know how diseases <laughs> transfer. And the fact that, yeah. you know, yeah, if we're like around other people and, you know, it's a, a communal space, touching other food that other people have touched and we don't know, is that person sick? What is, you know, like, what did they touch before? We know that. Now, if you believe that... Uh, Everything else that people believe, uh, you may not think of this as a problem. <laughs> but if you are, you know, not insane, you will know that that is a problem. Like, it, like if you don't believe that drinking bleach is going to cure everything, <laughs> right? Then you probably also know, like, yeah, no, maybe, like, there's there is a harmful part that comes with communal spaces and that is a result mm-hmm. of the covid pandemic which uh, is not over uh you know still yeah. going on despite the fact what our uh, what good old brandon says but you know yeah it is what it is yeah yeah it's uh i, I don't know I, I i i do think like we need to we we are struggling to know how to build communities like we we weren't good at that before covid and then we were even you know you know and then and then covid forced us to not have to build communities or not or forced us to not do it in the same way and you know it, it's uh it's a challenge and i do think it's going to have some pretty troubling impacts as things go on but we'll see We'll see. Hey, so if we just talked about uh, Halloween, we're getting pretty close to Halloween. Yeah, I want... we are. You guys, you guys want, you guys want to talk about Spawn? And then we'll talk about Spawn. I thought you wanted there to explain Spawn, Spawn to film. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to talk about Spawn more than just in this episode. Don't worry. <sighs> <laughs> what do you want? To, what do you want to bring up about exorcisms? No, I just think that like they're crazy. You know, they are crazy. It's a cool thing the Catholic Church does. 
It's cool that like yeah, when there's not like just Catholic Church, but okay. Yeah, but like when like you know the you know like the Roland Doe Do case that was like Lutherans and the Lutheran pastor was like, I can't handle this. Get a Catholic priest, which I find very funny. That's because the Lutherans are weak. <laughs> <laughs> I man, I I don't want to dig up this story because it's it's it was a few weeks back, um, but there was a really troubling uh, story that. Um, uh oh fuck uh carcass of Allian, you know mm-hmm. that that friend of the show or whatever um was was sharing in a group chat i was in it was i believe they were pentecostal but it was a bible it was a, a like a bible uh camp that was doing exorcisms on the kids and it was fucked up see those are fake like, it was exorcisms very abusive yeah. yeah no pentecostal cults do fake exorcisms i will say so roland what's the, Doe, what's the, the real exorcism then because i'm inherently skeptical of exorcisms well i mean I it's think. one that involves ritual and repetition I, I mean the catholic church this is actually one of the things they do pretty well because you have to go through like ex- extensive psychiatric evaluation before they even consider it they like rule out all the different factors and then you have to like wait for like the bishop to give you permission and it's a whole thing to do an exorcism yeah the Roland Doe one was crazy. That was the one that inspired the 1973 Exorcist, um, which was like, I believe he was able to speak in Latin, which was mm. a language he'd never studied. He was also able to, mm. um, ex- he ex- he demonstrated strength that was not typical of a teenage boy his age. Um, I know that there was like a time during the exorcism or one of the exorcisms that he like ripped his hand out of the restraint and he ripped out like a bedspring and he slashed the priest with it jeez yeah like just really crazy stuff yeah that's that's yeah that's troubling i you know i'm kind of interested i guess this conversation is interesting because i think jackal and i have a default materialistic kind of worldview i don't think we we don't look at the i I don't want to speak for you jackal but we've had this conversation before that we're not uh not very spiritualist i don't think quite no yeah yeah I, I don't think I don't see demons behind many things, uh, but I think I'm, open crit- I'm open oh, to it. I do. Criticism that we're both given. I think a criticism that we can kind of be like a heretical thing that I know for me. I, I don't know for you that one can be applied to is that I can be I I I a, a cosmological heresy that I guess I would be sympathetic to would be a more materialist understanding yeah. of things because I just default to that. That's inherent to how yeah you on a lot of this is i yeah i is there a few cases where it could be something that is not materialist based yeah i think it's few far between as like i think finch and and phil are the more woo woo ones yeah we are the woo woo ones ghosts are real (laughs) demons are real aliens are real (laughs) mothman is real uh astrology is also real no, it's Astrology not. is no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry, that's that's. I'm I'm pulling my misogyny card. Yeah. <laughs> VP of silencing women here. Yep. Yep. Did I get demoted to VP now because of Phil? Yeah. 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 I thought that's what you wanted. No, no, I do want that. I, I, I well, I, I didn't want to be associated with the silencing of women and minorities at all. But I suppose I'll take VP over CEO. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought I was about to hear the end of this this uh slander against me but then it appears that oh, oh, I'm just the VP now. Okay, all right. 
I'm just in the little leagues of my of racism. What I want to be the big a... leagues of, of misogyny. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. No. Yeah. The Roland Doe thing is interesting because, like, um, I didn't re- I didn't realize that the uh, the exorcism was performed by Jesuits, hmm. which I guess makes sense. I, will, I have no idea what you mean by that. <laughs> I, I, you know. I, I will say that perhaps there is an aspect that my materialist brain kind of goes to where a lot of exorcist claims that they're of possession are among people who are socio on a different socioeconomic level on a lower socioeconomic mm-hmm. level and particularly mm-hmm. more isolated areas you don't really hear a lot like aside from like a very few exceptions you don't hear a lot about like people who have access to great uh mental health care you know that you why there mm-hmm. are no like exorcisms of rich people jackals because the demons have already just taken control. that's okay all right you know what i'm trying the to say the demons have already taken you control you know what i'm trying yeah, to say you know, you what, know I'm what i'm trying, trying to, say. to say you know, you what, know I'm what i'm trying, trying to, say. to say you know what i'm trying to say don't you know, do that no, no 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 this is inferno logic all right the souls have already been sucked into hell and that's why jared kushner looks the way he does no he looks the way that he does because he's a he's a fucking yeah because the demons possessing him because there's just a demon in that meat sack of him. I, you know, I'm getting a little sympathetic to Finches here on this on this one. <laughs> Hell is empty, I, and all the devils are here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I I I don't know. I like. I know people have their criticisms of this book, but Enchantments of Mammon really got me thinking of like money in really spiritual terms that I I can't really stop thinking of it that way now. That like, you know, when somebody's really rich. And then you're like, oh, and that itself is the demon possession. I'm kind of like, yeah, yes. I'm pretty sympathetic to that. See, I agree Once with that. Once you make that, over I, I like agree. $2 million, demons just go into your body and you let them. Yeah. I, I, I want it to be, no, I don't disagree with that. I do believe that the rich are devils. That's right. And That's right. I, I do believe that they are, like, I, yes, but also, I don't, this, this goes to the, my, that, you know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. You know, we kind of got into this last episode, too, though, because Phil, Phil was talking about the differences between how Jackal and I tend to look at the devil versus how you you and him do, mm-hmm. Phil, Finch and Phil do. Mm-hmm. I really do think on spiritual stuff, that's the divide. I have a, yeah, yeah. Like, especially I think I think that when it comes to to God, we all have a very like. There's a I think we all be essentially agree with one another. But when it comes yeah. to where, in terms of you know the metaphysical placement of evil and uh, demons mm-hmm. and the devil, we all have pretty. It, it's pretty divided to different camps. Yeah. 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 I think the real devil's the friends we made along the way. So. Sorry, the enemies so. we made along the way. There we go. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, you two are white devils, so maybe there's some, there's some truth. It's Yakubian devil to you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. I That video, um, that, there was that video that was uh, on Twitter that I, I really couldn't stop laughing at, where it was... Um, the the black guy with the white roommate who has a spray bottle every time his white roommate <laughs> says something kind of racist, and I really could not get this image out of my head of if we recorded in person Jackal having a spray bottle for racism and Finch having a sexism spray bottle, <laughs> and just yeah. at the end of the episode Phil and I are just drenched 
like, just like a hose. <laughs> Every time, you know, if we ever do Mammonberg Live, we'll do that. Any that, time that's where, a great where either you that's say anything that can be va- that can even be vaguely considered racial insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that that video that's going around of Trump saying the N word, and then the crowd is about to say is about to say the N word, and he had the quick like, no, 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 I mean nuclear, nuclear. Oh my god. Oh man, that's Jesus. so funny. My favorite part of the video, I highly encourage anyone who's listening to go, uh, this has nothing to do with any like themes of Christianity or leftism, but I just find it extremely funny. In the background of the video, you there are a bunch of, uh, not a bunch, but there is a, a number of, uh, you know, black Republicans black, in the background. Black Republicans, yeah. And you see a few of them sort of begin to like, you see a notable shift in their face like, hold on a minute, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, when Trump's like, you all know the N-word. Oh, no. You know the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. There is, there's what I, one of my favorite ones is there is a, there's a, you know, the, the, the standard uh, black Republican thing of, uh, you know, black Republican as white wife. His white wife <laughs> looks to him as she's about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> just as if just as if to see like hold let me before can, i say this can, how can many, i can i do this <laughs> how many how many demons do you think like trump has in his body at any given time do you think like a demon could compel trump to say the, the n-word i think the, i think his body is too filled with burger sludge <laughs> i think that there i think the demons prevent him from saying the n-word i think his default state would just be spouting that and the demons have long-term goals <laughs> and they're like no you can't do that you will destroy your campaign <laughs> <laughs> no, you you're cannot. saying the demons are preventing him from saying slurs okay. yeah because no, because can't. they they have because to. They, just, a, they have to pull his brain constantly so he doesn't say he doesn't say something like porch monkey. Yeah, oh well, or God. there's like one demon that's like going nuts. It's like the first demon he gave. That's like his id. That's just like saying slurs and shit. Yeah. And the other smarter demons that are kind of like, no, we need to get back into the presidency so we can do fascism. Yeah, there are we go. like, stop it, stop it, guys, stop. Yes. Yeah, that's literally. <laughs> I think you write a short story about that. <laughs> screw tape, uh, the screw tape uh, letters accepted. Perspective of the demons possessing Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Stop trying to get Trump to say slurs. Sincerely, <laughs> Wormwood. <laughs> you fucking moron. I don't know how many times I have to say this. Our father below has plans for him. Please stop trying to make him say as many slurs as possible in one minute. Oh, man. Do you think that? Do you think that 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 demon also is the one that told him, "Hey, look up at the sky. Look at look up at the uh, at the at the solar." Yeah. Oh, definitely. Just look at it. Definitely. Yeah, because it's just like the pure like combo. Like, like Trump has just a pure combo of like the death drive and the id, just like melted together. Yeah. And so you know, it's just like pure, just blah. And so that's that demon. That's just like, look at the sun. It's okay if you die. <laughs> yeah you can't die because you're you i think you know this is we're gonna go super metaphysical here but i think okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher the pronoun the pronunciation of this 
but okay. I think that oh no wait here's a better pronunciation I think that if we stu- meticulously study Trump's actions we can figure out which of the demons in the 72 pillars are possessing him at any given time <laughs> okay 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 all right do you have the reference for the for do you have a pitch? 72 demon, demon, do you have reference for what of the 72 demons are possessing him on hand? All right, uh, I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. It's not like I have a demon handbook like on my desk. I'm um, kind of surprised. Like, I assume that you do. Yeah, I assumed oh. you would. Okay, well, um, let's see. <laughs> let's see. There like, is... I have my copies of Institutes of the oh, Christian oh, Religion, I, I, I think and I... you have your <laughs> copy I... of Witch Hammer. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think we got one. Um uh I think that uh Perzon, the lion-headed demon who is a king of hell and mm. uh is obeyed by 22 legions of demons, I think that he is probably possessing Trump. Yeah. No, is, is he the one that's telling angel? him? Is he the one that's telling him say the slurs or is he the one that's that's trying to He's get trying him back to prevent the, the slurs. Okay. He's trying to prevent. Hang on, I'm gonna show what's, you guys what he looks like. Uh, what's the What's the one like? from uh, the Paranormal Activity movies? Is Is he got that one? Is that a real demon? And how How far did you get into that series? Because it does actually have a. I I watched up to uh, the 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 before the most recent one. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's to- the reason they call him Toby. It's a uh, Tobit. Uh, oh, so yeah, I, I think yeah. It's on the Wikipedia page for the series. I hate the that, that artwork like this makes them look so cool. Like, look at that. There's something cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Uh, I think, you know, Baal, probably. But, yeah. Uh, Moloch. Moloch is in there. Moloch's in yeah. there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Eats babies, for sure. Babies do fear Trump. Uh, oh, uh, Asmodeus is the demon from Paranormal Activity from the Book of Tobit, okay. which is why he's called Toby in it. That's, yeah. President Valak but, is definitely the one trying to get him to say slurs. That's definitely Valak. There we go. Valak. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. This this demon is definitely in Trump. This is the one that represents lust. Let's see. This is the grab him by the pussy demon. All right. Let's see it. Uh, oh, let, let me get a. I'll copy a picture. Yeah, we can't really. <laughs> can't judge. Yeah. Well, you know, listeners can't see it, but he's oh, got yeah. kind of a. He's kind of. Uh, you know, shrunken, weird. He's got like a, a goat. Is that a goat head? I don't know. I think this one is the slur demon. Uh... <laughs> Can that go up to the soundboard? The, I think this is the slur demon. <laughs> <laughs> is that from? Is that from like Final Fantasy? No, it's no. It's it's like official art hmm. of the arse. <laughs> Gosha, which I probably just butchered, but all yeah, hmm. the demonic paradise, uh, which might be a game. Let's see. Do you think? Uh, what about the demon from Hereditary? Payman. Payman. Oh yeah, yeah. Payman. Payman. Hail Payman. That's a good movie. It's a very good movie. See, despite my sort of more materialist uh, kind of metaphysics in a lot of ways, I. I dislike the more like non-supernatural interpretation of movies like that. Like I find it. Oh yeah. Like the witch. I I don't think that that is at all like it, like met, like metaphorical. I think that, yo, no, like that actually happened. Well, 
I I think that I think that it's supposed to be both. Like that's how because I don't know when at least when I on the book that I wrote when I had weird demon shit going on that was what it was was it was both that was supposed to be the point you know like mm-hmm. it's supposed to blur the line between. Like, Payman both does represent familial trauma and is also a literal demon literal entity that demon the family that is. is so, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be both. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I will say um, I like the Paranormal Activity movies, but what they're... I think their weakness is, is they don't do anything with the demon. I don't think there's anything compelling about the demon. It's the thing that's compelling about those movies is the just playing with the medium, you know, is just like, oh, whoa, watch that shit move around in the background. You know, it's not like there's a lot of good in the paranormal activity franchise. It's just that as it kept going, the sillier that it got, which also is why I like it. Yeah, well, the the most re- the last one I saw, I watched the fourth one last night, and a lot of people shit were shitting on that one on Letterbox I saw, but I, I think that when the kid walks out and the other kid had been drawing symbols on his body, that was that's like good creepy shit to me. Like I don't know, I think I think there's some pretty solid yeah. stuff in that movie. But I have not anyway. seen the sequels. <laughs> I just saw the first one. I thought it was annoying. They. You, you thought it was annoying. Because That's the, fair. The payoff, the only scary shit that happens is like in the last at like ten minutes. Yeah, I disagree. I think that there's a ton of creepy stuff that happens before that. No, it's just annoying. Like the two people are so annoying in it. Oh, uh, always every time the characters are supposed white, to be annoying. They're rich white suburban assholes. Yeah, they're very annoying. Ugh. No, like, oh, uh, the, for- is- the fourth one. The fourth one. That's why people hate it because it's um a teen girl. Uh, doing all the recording in it and she is like with her horny boyfriend the whole time and it's just very obnoxious but like i don't know i when i watched it i was really like yeah this is how teen kids are like but they're really the, annoying the thing is is that <laughs> unlike in a slasher movie you know that yeah these people are gonna get fucking butchered i don't have to watch them for too long yeah but like I, yeah. they're going to draw this out in a paranormal activity movie mm-hmm you do have to spend a lot of time with some really obnoxious characters. That's fair. I will give you that. I just, I just like, I, I think I find found footage stuff creepy inherently. So I, I like that. Like Blair Witch is like a perfect horror movie to me. I, that, that stuff actually freaks me out um, in a way that like, uh, I don't know, more put together horror movies I can appreciate. But like, I always feel like calling Hereditary, for instance, a, like a scary movie feels like cheating. Because it's like, no, it's a traumatizing movie, but it doesn't really scare me. But, like, stuff that feels like found footage actually kind of creeps me out. Hey, speaking of uh, demons and, and, uh, and horror stuff, you, you know what else relates to all that? What? what? Spawn. <laughs> okay. You really want to talk about Spawn? people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary <laughs> jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. Your ass. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, The power of Christ compels you. Well, you can get a taste of more than two dozen cultures in downtown Des Moines this weekend at the annual World Food and Music Festival. Minute, even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door. Hell! The power of Christ compels you! They all of a sudden go berserk. The 
Tell, tell us about Spawn, and then we should probably wrap up. After yeah. That, but. Okay, all right. Just for the listener here, I want you to know that this is not going to be the last time that I talk about Spawn on this podcast. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. I'm going to talk about this This is This is going to be me when Succession Season 4 starts coming out. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be me oh. when we start talking about Midnight Mass again. <laughs> now, just for warning, I'm going to talk about Spawn, like, a lot. Because I I, uh, I was rewatching the HBO show on HBO, uh, it's very good. I would recommend uh, that. I'm gonna try and see if I can make all three of you watch it because I want to talk about it. But okay, broadly, uh, I want to I want to talk about Spawn a little bit because it it, it relates to some Abrahamic uh, sort of themes written by a man who is not a great writer at the beginning so there's a lot of interesting things that happen in it and i i it's interesting reading some of this stuff and watching some of it and being very confused as like why why did you where did you come up with this where did you get this why is it like this where where are you getting this and just seeing how other people will react to it yeah so what do what do either of you know about spawn before i talk nothing literally nothing Okay. okay Good. So uh, neither of you, I neither of you know anything. Nothing. Okay. Perfect. Hold on. Let me get a. You can cut this out. I'm just going to get a picture of of, uh, of Spawn so that you can you can have some context as to as to uh, what I'm talking about. Where is? I just get like a generic picture of this motherfucker. Okay. There we go. Okay. So Spawn was created by Todd McFarlane after this goes into some comic book shit, but I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But Spawn was created by Todd McFarlane a long time ago, but was more, the character had been gestating for a while, but the character was published in 1992 after uh, Todd McFarlane left Marvel and was one of the founders of Image Comics. Okay. Cool. Spawn, essentially the, the pitch of Spawn, is that we're following uh hold on there's noise in the background god damn it right there we go uh so the basic pitch of spawn is that we're following uh this guy named al simmons who in life was a government assassin uh he originally started as like he was in the marines uh and then he joined the secret service and then he joined uh the cia where he was a government hitman doing a bunch of evil shit and what do you think happens to someone when they die when they have been working for henry kissinger their entire life oh they make a pact with the devil yes they oh yes he does i i will admit i cheated i i'm looking at the letterbox don't do that but stop 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 Stop. that's why i'm here god damn it josiah I just I just see literally the three sentence pitch of the movie i don't have like the synopsis in front of me like trying to Get ahead okay. of you. <laughs> yes. Al Simmons dies. He goes to hell where he meets not the devil. He meets Malboja, named after one of the levels of hell in. Isn't there. It's Malboja in Dante's Inferno, I think. Something like that. Fitch, you're the Catholic. Is that right? What? You're, you're the Catholic. You're supposed to know Dante's Inferno like the back of your, your hand. I guess, yeah. 
What about it? Is Mount Boge a, a level of hell in, in Dante's Inferno? Oh, I have no idea. I just know that there's like seven levels. So, Mount Boge is named after uh, a level of hell in Dante's Inferno. So Al Simmons, uh, he dies, he goes to hell. But he's got like shit that he wants to do that he did, uh, that he wasn't able to get done. He also died under pretty mysterious circumstances. Uh, he was burned to death by his buddy through some kind mm-hmm. of government conspiracy cover-up about something. It changes. It doesn't matter until it does. Don't. It, it, it's it's dumb. Yeah, sure. Except when there's someone that... Uh, except when it's written well, it's it's not dumb. But most of the time it is. So his buddy Chapel burns him alive, uh, and he, he dies, he goes to hell, because he was a shithead. But he still... He had, his, he had a wife, Wanda, and he wants to go back to her. So he makes a deal with the devil. That, hey, if you become a Hellspawn, an army in, in Hell's army, if you become like a, 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 a cut that out, he <clears throat> makes a deal with Malboja that if he becomes a high-ranking officer in Hell's army, a Hellspawn, which is a soul that has uh, made a deal with the devil and has taken up some kind of, of, of office on, on Earth to reap souls for them and prepare the world for the climactic war between heaven and hell at the end of the world, then I'll hold up my end of the bargain and you'll get what you want, which is, in this case for Al Simmons, to head back uh, to Earth and go be with your darling wife again. And so, uh, like most deals with the devil, it doesn't go exactly the way that he wants to. Uh, he does go back to Earth, uh, to to New York City uh, specifically, to be with his wife Wanda. Except Wanda, it's five years later, Wanda has remarried his best friend Terry Fitzgerald, and they have a dog together uh, when Al Simmons himself was infertile. He also has a clown demon that is following, following him around, uh, that is trying to encourage him to hold up his end of the bargain and a ton of other dumb shit happens along the way there's the reason why i bring up spot is one i'm rewatching the show which is probably one of the best adaptations of it's and it's a good adaptation because it improves on a lot of the the weaker stuff that happened in the comic it it cuts the fat a lot of the fat that was in the comic and streamlines things into something that is more cohesive when in the comic it is a lot of meandering pattering about what was me i'm so depressed right but there's a lot of weird interesting things about spawn and i'm gonna get to the crux of the the cosmology of spawn uh because that's kind of the big thing that i want to bring up uh now keep in mind here this has changed because a lot of people hated it because it made the world of spawn very very boring and annoying Mm -hmm. so Within the context of the the wider cosmology of Spawn, as it was given late later in the series, is this is thus, and actually has some things in common with Mormonism, which is actually very interesting. So, within the cosmology of Spawn, before resurrection, before like the, the this arc that was like the the reboot of Spawn, God is the twin brother of Satan and one of the many children of the Mother of Existence, who is a vague supreme. The creator of the universe uh, that was established at some point before, which has some weird copyright stuff going into it, but it, anyway. So he and Satan were both given Earth to decorate to their wishes, a, res- a result of a 
different point of view, God and Satan constantly bickered to the point where they declared war on one another. God became ruler of the, of the firmament, while Satan became master of the lower depths of the earth, namely hell. In all of uh, his creations, God created something unique, creatures known as mankind, who would serve as his lapdogs. In death, they were raised to join the armies of heaven and hell as randomly selected puppets at a war that will reach its climax in Armageddon. However, Satan gave humanity the gift of free will. Uh, which only increased their bickering hatred to, uh, toward each other. The mother, regarding her children as disappointments, stripped both God and Satan of their kingdoms and locked them away in a forgotten corner of the universe. However, despite their endless hatred, God and Satan still remain uh, her children, so she declared uh, she decided to give them a second chance. She brought uh, her, chil her children and human bodies as a Jake and Carrie for Fitzgerald in order to give them appreciation for humanity and change their ways. Uh, brief aside about those two, that is, so Spawn is able to, like, change his appearance, uh, because of de demonic power bullshit, and so he changed his appearance to be, like, himself again, and he goes to visit his, his wife, and has sex with her, but because he's a demon now, apparently he can have children, so these are, like, half-demon children that are running around. Oh, weird. Oh, okay. Weird. Sum it up, uh, yeah, to sum it up, essentially, uh, uh, cut that out. Uh, to sum it up, essentially, this plant fails. Lots of chaos. Hell on Earth. Armageddon. It's there is a like the reason why I bring this up because I I read I I knew this happened and I read it again and this is something that I I kind of saw a, a kind of trend to for a while was depicting heaven and hell and God and Satan as like oh yeah they're basically the same thing. Yeah. Like, this was a really, really big trend in the 90s. And I, I yes, want to open was. this up with, with discussion, because I, I, I want to know, like, where did this come from? And I I also saw that I this is the long past the point when I stopped being interested in Spawn, but there was a point where, uh, uh, like, the rights for, like, the, for, like, the mother of, of existence, man of miracles kind of thing that was lost to topic Farland. So he had to come up with a different uh, way of talking about the metaphysics of his universe. So he just kind of retconned it in a later arc where uh, God appears to spawn when he's in limbo, where uh, God comes to him in the form of his, uh, his dog that he had when he was like a, a little kid and talks about that. Uh, it's a far more sympathetic reading. And this came about in the 2000s. I think the 2010s, I think. Um, where God's, in the form of like this this uh, this dog, says that they created the world. Uh, it was perfect, it was without flaw, but that it had no meaning. And so, uh, and so, and they wanted to provide meaning to, to their creation. So they took away, they specifically like are hiding they're, they're omniscience, they're specifically like created a blind spot when it comes to the fate of mankind because they wanted humans to have true free will. Uh, and there's other bullshit there, but I, 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 this was interesting, I thought, and I wanted to see what do people that are completely outside of this bullshit think of this. Well, I, I think the, the only thing I can think of, and I would have to like research it more, but the only thing I can think of when it comes to um, the '90s having this kind of habit um, obsession uh, and the 2000s as well is the culture war at the time, because you know this is also a big period for the rise of like new new atheist stuff as well. You know, this is the era of Bush of evangelicalism, 
of um, the post Cold War, uh, you know, Christian, like post Cold War evangelical right wing. And so there was something feelingly that felt radical about like poking at uh, Christian uh, mythology like that, you know? That's the only thing I can sus- I suspect, but I might be wrong. It seems that there was a particularly high amount of stuff like this in the 90s and in the early 2000s. Yeah, I, no, absolutely. And I, I think I think that explains part of the rise of it. You know, it's it's almost like it, this it's very different, but it's the same impulse that causes um like South Park. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. This is the era of the moral panics, um the more recent ones. Um, I think it's also an era that fucked with people's brains and I think it's been bad for, uh, for the left overall, but, um, that's, I mean, that's my sneaking suspicion, but I don't know. There, there was something about it. Cause like, um, it's different, but like, you know, this is the time, like the early two thousands is like supernatural, you know, um, yeah. played with like some of this shit and, uh, I don't know, like, like, uh, it's not quite the same, but like Constantine, like movies like that were coming out, you know, these like movies that really like to like revel in the um, the weird mythology of Christian. I don't know what was so appealing about that at the time. I'm not sure. I'm not because I, I, which also uh, Constantine is getting a sequel now. Yes, I saw that. Um, also, the Diablo games were big at this time yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And Diablo has also weird lore. Uh, yes, with it as well. I, I, I played a lot of Diablo growing up. I loved that game. There's like it's very like Diablo has like takes a lot from from Abrahamic mythology, but it doesn't like there isn't God. There isn't a God in it at all. Mm-hmm. There's just like the high heavens, and then in the hells you have like the the uh, is it the prime evils? Yeah, something like yeah, yeah. But, and yeah, but yeah, you you fight like Bale and the devil and and know, Diablo is like ap- definitely the devil. <laughs> like he's the, oh, like yeah. he looks like the traditional conception of the devil. Yeah. Now Finch, I just I wanted to bring this up to you because I know this sounds a lot like Supernatural. <laughs> the way that Supernatural ended up being in, in the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. 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 Now, but it wasn't always like that at Supernatural, right? Well, I mean, Supernatural kind of just... Well, how do, where do I even start with Supernatural? Supernatural did not, like, follow any sort of Abrahamic lore. Um, the weirdest thing was that the angels referred to God as their dad, which is, like, contradictory to all... Abrahamic mm. religions. Um, the angels would probably most likely re- refer to God as their creator or their Lord rather than their father. There's only one child of God, and that's Jesus Christ. Right. Or if we're looking at Islam and uh, Judaism, there are no children of God. It's right. just God. So it's just very... They were really picking and choosing, and then they started putting in more MacGuffins, because, like, after you beat the devil, there aren't really... Where else do you go? More... Yeah, there's nowhere else to go. And That then, show was kind of just went on for way too long. And th- that's kind of why I brought up with, with Spawn, was that super a lot of this stuff was a relic of the early 2000s. The late 90s... Then not the late '90s, but like the '90s and the early 2000s, and Supernatural was the one that just kept going on and on and on long after the early 2000s. Like, when did it yeah. end? Like, it ended in 2020, like 2020 or 2021, right? Yeah, either of those. I don't even remember. I Feels remember the like that, de- that Destiel scene was like three years ago now. 
I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember how they killed Dean, and that was really funny. Um, I I remember the uh, the Cassian going to hell because he's a gay thing. Yes, yes. Well, he's right. He's going to mega hell. He's going to mega super. That's pretty biphobic, you know. Very biphobic yeah. for them to send Castiel to hell because he is bisexual. Because everybody forgets this, but he did have a thing for that lady demon. Supernatural so. fans are notably very, very, very misogynistic. They really that hate women true. in the show. That is also true. That is also true. But the something with Spawn was that it had this very sort of standard stock, like heaven and hell are basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Which with is this weird. weird centralization of like the fight over human souls. Like they're very geocentric uh a lot of these narratives they they focus this earth as being this the central point of conflict and everything sort of beat like surrounding that but then with spawn in the resurrection arc like there's a complete like subversion of that which came in the mid-2000s so there's a there's a complete shifting of attitude from this sort of very standard like heaven and hell are basically the same thing to a more like something that's more sympathetic toward that there is like good in the universe that there is like a moral there is a morality within the universe even if like there isn't a lot that can be done there is something there like i find that interesting i think it's interesting that it went from this from something like like that to the to an almost subversion of that Hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm well, I think I think we'll be hearing a lot more about Spawn as the time yes, goes on. Yeah, yes, you will. I am going um, to make all three of you watch the show because I do think that you will actually like it. But I need to have other people to talk with about this. I um, I, I can't yeah. just talk at, at you about things that I sound like a crazy person. So uh, one thing I wanted to throw out there before we wrap up here, Jackal, I think you need to finally make a letterbox. And why you need to make no, a letter? I'm not going to do it. I'm not. Why you need to at, listeners to the show? It. Listeners to the show. DM Jackal and make him make a letter. No, in part, in part because I want a, a forewarning for when something like this happens. I, when I see, I can see on my feed that uh, Jackal has given like five stars to some absurd comic book movie or something like that, and he has like a review that's like this is my new obsession. I can like know before we get to the episode that what's going to happen. You know, it's just kind of a little like warning. I, you know the, I, mean? I talked about this in the discord. I gave you forewarning that I was. Well, talk yeah, about but it. I just, that's just a good, you know, little way of doing that in the same way. If you guys paid attention to my letterbox, you would be like, Oh God, he's going to be annoying about this. Isn't he? <laughs> like yeah. the newest thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little way to just, you know, warn warn everybody. I'm not going to um, make a letterbox. You should, man. You should. You should. But I don't want to be, be the Walter I'm... White of reviewing movies. I, I, I like, I really <laughs> like seeing what my friends think of a movie when I like, after I've watched it. I like seeing like, although Finch never reviews anything. I just see she's watched it. I'm like, cool. Finch, Finch, hold oh. on. Please drop letterbox. <laughs> I want to see, drop your letterbox. I want to see what you, what you, what, what She's movie. got a, you're the only one on the show that doesn't have a letterbox, but both Phil and Finch never like actively use it. So when I watch a movie, I'll just see Finch just, has like, watched this. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to hear my opinions about a movie. 
I I just I just I give a star rating, and if I don't want to like give my thoughts on it, I'll like the my review for Paranormal Activity Four was teenagers are so annoying. That is yeah. like you know. And also that, that is false. I gave on one here. review. I gave one review for twenty twenty or whatever it was because oh, I was 2025? so angry. <laughs> yeah, I was so angry. You both made me. You all made me watch what? that no, twice. Hey, hey, hey! Don't put me. Do not put me. Uh, I was. Okay, we're not doing this. Too. We do, we are not doing this. We are not relitigating this. But I'm saying I have put, uh, put, put I put have the, a. Put your letterbox on the chat. Put it. Put it there. Put okay, the I will put it on the list. I will say, uh, but I was going to say, I have a list that I'm working on slowly adding to as the show goes on called the Mammonberg Canon, and currently it is First Reformed 2025 and Last Days in the Desert. Oh, I think Midnight Lord. Mass is on Letterbox. I should throw that on. Yeah, here too. you should throw that. Those in are there. those are like the the staples of this show. You should also far. put this. You should also put Spot on there too. <laughs> It's come up on the show officially now, so I guess I can. I'm, and I'm going to talk about it a lot. I, I'm going to keep breathing. I'll put S- Spawn 1997. All right. You can put uh, the show. Don't put the movie. The movie's bad. I don't know if the show's on Letterboxd or not. I'll have to check. It but be. The movie came up. Yeah, the movie had low ratings. Cause, so I was kind of like, oh, uh, Jack was doing a revisionist reading on it initially until I realized you were talking about the show. No, the movie is so bad. It's awful. Yeah. Pitch, what did you think uh, of Nobody? I thought it was really good. What did you? What did I think? What of Nobody? Oh, Nobody! I thought it was great. I thought, I thought it was. I thought it was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. One with wait, Nobody with uh, what? what, what, what? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to get around to that one. Yeah, it's good. All right, I think we've gone on way too long. Uh, yeah. So, let's sign out. Uh, J- Jackal, where can they find you for more spawn takes? Okay, you can follow me at jackaljester on Twitter.com where I will be talking about uh, nonsense bullshit or yelling at the void. There, It's either of the two at this point in my life. Uh, I This is the way that I cope with uh, slowly descending into a fascistic hell. And Finch, where can they uh, find out uh, stuff about you? Uh, they can follow me at Finch or though I have not been there recently because Twitter is very depressing to me currently, but I am there. If you follow Finch, you get one free exorcism, like a little token that you can use at any it's point. It's true. Yeah, it's true. My, uh, my uncle sends a exorcism coin to your, uh, your front door. Wait, what if, what if the Pope started a cryptocurrency called exorcism coin? Fuck <laughs> yes! Terrible. Oh, you can't fucking throw this in at the end of the episode. That is a beginning of the episode joke. Yeah, <laughs> you better bring that back. I don't care if next episode has Keanu on it. We're bringing that up the instant we start next episode. There was a guy who said that Boris Johnson should be should be given statehood. No, 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 no. No, they're no. trying to. There's there's a fucking offhand that was floating around trying to argue for Elizabeth II having sainthood. I'm gonna people you know, who I, are. I'm not. No, I'm not finishing that thought. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I am Josiah. If you want to hear more Calvin defense, you can follow me at Josiah W Sutton on Twitter.com. You will follow those heretics. <laughs> and unrelated, there's also an account called Joe Psyop, J-O-P-S-Y-O-P, and just unrelatedly might be a fun one to follow in, in case uh, <laughs> in case something happens uh, yeah. with the Henry fans. I'm just, I'm not saying, I, I don't know who that guy is, but he has some good opinions that were only said last time I was off Twitter. 
It might um, be it might be interesting to give him you know, expand your horizon. Give it a follow! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. Bye. Get let's get everyone leave. Get out. Call. Music, music, right there. That's that's where the that's where the in, intro music should go. Right there. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, can I just give my tea and then? This yeah. was a. This was a. Oh, you wanted to make this about ca- uh, Christian socialism more again. We did it. We just argued about Calvin for twenty minutes. Good. <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I want. Is you just fight with the three of you for like. <laughs> No, to say, so my I'm, favorite I'm very, thing to do is just fight ha- with other Christians all the time. I love it. So I'm happy that you were you were so charitable there because I'm not going to be. <laughs> yeah, you're the more anti papist one for sure. Why are you a heretic? Why are you a heretic? You know what, Jackal? <laughs> I am the Walter White of discourse, so just. <laughs> I mean, so pre-season five. So you cook Beth. Is that what you're telling me? You, you cook up discourse. And you cook, and I you cook, cook discourse. I'm pre-season five Walter White of yeah. You're you're um, before he becomes incredibly depressed. Yes. You should uh, you're you should go get your tea up. real quick. You yeah. Go get your tea before we keep. Robbing. Yeah, I should get my tea. Before we lose this here. Lord, I'm lost into another conversation. Go get your tea, heretic. <laughs> Shut up, Jekyll. <laughs> we gotta stop calling each other a heretic. <laughs> that sounds like something a heretic would say. <laughs>